Hello, hello. In this episode, I sit down with an incredible human being, Regina. You know her as an incredible nail artist, um, nail technician. She does it all, to be honest. She is very talented. She has her own business and has for over 12 years. In this episode, we talk about what it is to be a business owner. We talk about grieving and clients and loving people well. And it's just an amazing conversation. It was one of the easiest I've had on this show. And I just want to say, I hope you enjoy as much as I did. All right. So today I have Regina and I was cracking up Regina because actually I don't know your last name. (laughs) Everything that I see is Gina Gina. Cole. I even went um, (laughs) like to your page and then it was like your nail salon name. And I'm like, like, who are you? (laughs) So what is your full name? My name is Regina Nicole Navarro. Regina Nicole Navarro. Yes. Why don't I know your last I know. name? You know, so I got divorced. I had my last name over everything, everywhere. And then after I just dropped it, I don't know. I just never put my maiden last name. So I think just Regina. I'm just Gina. Well, I know. I don't know you as anything, anything else. else. <laughs> and then I felt so bad because I was like, I've known you for at l- over a year. Yeah. And how do I not know That's so funny. I, you know what? I think that's a lot of people because like when they're paying Venmo, whatever, they're like, wait, what's your last name? I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I don't have it out there. No, which yeah. is funny because I guess it's like Prince Regina, just like a single yeah. name. Single name. Who just, needs two names, who, honestly? Nobody. <laughs> well, Gina Cole's so cute. So that's so have you always gone? Because what's funny is. Your middle name is Nicole. Right. And your best friend's name is Nicole. Yeah. But I always thought you were Gina Cole because of your friend. Yeah. So basically, I mean, just so we met in nail school and um, then I went to do nails. She stayed home. She had babies and stuff. And then um, one day she called me and she was like, hey, I want to get back into nails. I want to do this. And I was like, listen, I have a, I'm at a salon. I, and I was already busy at that time. So I was like, I'll send you clients. I'll do, you know, I try to butter her up and then she came and it like worked out so good. So then we got super close, Nicole. And then, um, I had always wanted to open a studio and I told her, I was like, listen, I have crazy ideas, which now she's probably in getting into all our crazy ideas. She's like, why did I say yes to this? But she, um, I told her I want to open a studio. There was this new Sola opening. And so then we were sitting there trying to think of names and, her name's Cole or Nicole. My name's Regina. I'm like, let's just cut it in half and and do it, you know? Yeah. So. And so you guys were at the same location for how long? We were at Protégé. It's a, a salon downtown, like a full, you know, regular salon. We were there for, I think, to, I was there six years, but with her, I think it was like a year and a half. And then in 2018, we opened the Gina Cole Nail Studio. Okay. And then you, so you guys were there because you guys... How long ago were you guys in school together? We went to school. I think it was, it's been 12 or 13 years almost. Yeah, I don't know how math is hard, you know? Well, it just goes by so fast. It goes by so fast. And I only ask that because you've been doing nails 
since before that or like were you inter- what interested you in starting nails I always wanted to do nails when I was younger I was like obsessed with getting my nails done and my grandma took me when I think I was 10 years old to get a full set which now I would never do acrylic <laughs> on a 10 year old how but long were they they were so long and they were French tip and I just thought I was the baddest thing around like, I could see it talking with my hands you know oh my it was hilarious and then I was like always obsessed with nail girls like we me and my sister would ride the bus like an hour to go find get off go to a salon and they were like no we can't do it we get on and try to find you know somewhere else and so we're obsessed with nails and then I was like I want to be a nail girl it just sounds so fun so it's just so so then you went to a school here locally in Bakersfield yeah Federico's it closed about a year after I went but yeah and that's where I met Nicole and then um I met my other friend Rachel who she did nails with me for I think like four or five years and then she moved away um and then that's when Nicole came in too and so I've got to work with my best friends for so long and it's it's fun. It is fun. I love that um you are just so invested in your clients. Yeah. And I actually wanted to get in with you and you were an accepting clients and then I won. You won a giveaway. And what's so funny is when you won and I post, you know, I posted, oh, um, Liz won or whatever. I my DMs were flooded with people who were like, oh my God, I love her. You're gonna love Aww. her. She's the best. Like you're gonna be so happy with her. So that's so nice yeah. of people. I they was, love you. I was wanting to get in there and I'm like, okay, I'll just wait my turn. So I kept like low-key stalking because well, my nails before <laughs> you started doing them were brittly crusty and just so small because I used to bite my nails. Yeah. And then I started coming to you and it's been over, I think like a year and a half now. Yeah. And there I should strong. look. I have the exact date because my app. So How I should cute. look. I know. An, an, a nail anniversary. Is that a thing? It is. You know what? Some clients like I have it in there so I can always look back. I used to use a book, but now that I have this app, I love it. But some, one of my clients one time, she's like, do you know what today is? I was like, no. She's like, it's our anniversary. Oh she brought me gosh. flowers. I was like, this is the sweetest thing ever. Okay, now. See, I mean, but she set the bar, you. but you know. I know. I mean, now all the rest of us clients <laughs> suck, but it's fine whoever yeah. you are. I'm just kidding. Uh. No, that's awesome. I actually was curious about how you managed your clients because- we were just talking before we started recording and what is the most um clients you've had in a day I think the most I've done is 29 I'm pretty sure I haven't got to 30 yet which I know <laughs> sounds crazy it's, I know but it is crazy. it is crazy I know so I had this crazy idea one time for Nicole because we do like fun we try to do fundraisers and different things and I was like Nicole what if we do a nail-a-thon 24 hours straight and she's is all, she always will be like, yes, let's do it. But I know she's probably like, she's psychotic. <laughs> what are we doing? We haven't done it yet. We didn't, you know, COVID hit shortly after, but I, that was always my dream. I was like, let's do a nail and raise money for something like, oh my gosh. well, it, but I just so. love that. I really do love that about your character because first of all, 29 is absolutely insane. How early do you start? So during the week, um, well, my daughter would go to school. Now she's graduated, but I would start at eight and then get off usually seven, seven thirty, eight. I usually do 12 hours, but on Saturdays and Sundays, if I work Sundays, I will start at 5 a.m. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I then know. what time do you get off? I try to get off earlier, like five-ish. So it's still 12 hours. I know. But if I have to do more, I will. Well, that's what's so interesting about you because I never really used to like getting my nails done because I would sit there. For like an hour and a half or two hours. And 
I get squirmy, squirmy, yeah. wormy. And I'm like, this is not relaxing to me. I don't want to be sitting here. And so when I came to you, I was like, okay, I know that she does a good job. I know that I don't want to bite my nails anymore. And I just was like, let's do this. I was so excited. And then you were done so fast. And yeah. I was like, I'm hooked. I'm screwed all my money. I guess I never <laughs> realized that people do, you know, normally take a long time, but I'm pretty fast in like everything I do, anything just I just work fast. I move fast. So I think that that helps. And so a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, I can come on my lunch. I could come right after work and not spend hours. So, so I think that definitely helps. So owning your own business, mm -hmm. what are what are some of the pros and the highlights that you love about being a business owner? Um, I feel like the pros are you can obviously I have an issue with working a lot. So you can work as much as you want. You can take off as much time as you want. Um, you can set your boundaries. You know, you don't have somebody. Well, I always say like I have 15 bosses every day or 20 bosses, however many clients I have. But technically, I don't have a boss, you know, like nobody's hovering over me. Um, and then I think just I love what I do. So clients will come in and like, oh, I have to work 12 hours. I'm like, I'm so sorry. And then I'm like, oh, I work 12 hours. But I love <laughs> it. It's so different because I know there's tons of people who don't like their job and I love mine. So. I mean, I feel like when you own a business, it's because you love it and it's something you want to do and you invest your time and money and effort into it. So I know. And I think you probably have met so many people. Oh, my gosh. So many people. I feel like I'm the everybody calls me for advice like, hey, I, I need somebody for taxes. I need somebody for this. I need somebody for this. I'm like, I know somebody. I know somebody. And they're good people. And I feel like, too, they know I'm I'm very picky. And if I if I recommend somebody, it's because I would use them. I trust them and I know they do good work and they're reliable. So yeah, it's, I feel fortunate that I get to know so many people in different areas. Yeah. Well, I feel like you have such a way of, in a way you're kind of like a therapist. <laughs> no, I am. I always say I'm like, nails are free, but I'm charging for therapy. Okay. Seriously. Yeah. Because it's just, I've heard that before with any type of like, in the beauty industry, like doing your hair, people are like, they just start telling me all their stuff and nails. And I'm like, I don't talk to people like that. But when I come to you, we just start talking about the most random, the most things. random things. And too. it just starts coming out. And yeah. I think like, you're just an actual therapist. And I leave and I'm like, wow, I feel so much better. Aww. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I think too, because I'm neutral, like I don't know everyone's families or boyfriends or friends or sisters. And so they could come and vent and, you know, they don't have to feel like, oh, she's going to run and tell them or she knows them. So she's going to, you know, tell me something about them or whatever. So I always try to be neutral, even though I have, I do have friends that both come to me, they'll complain or sisters or front cousins, coworkers. And I just always, I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Or, you know, like I keep it neutral. So I feel like people feel safe. You know what I mean? That they can open up and I'm not going to, you know, I don't know their people they're complaining about or whatever the situation. So it makes it easy. Have you ever had like a client that was crazy and got mad at you? crazy got mad at I not that I know of <laughs> maybe after they left I don't know I you know I think I don't really have any crazy stories I have had to fire people and I feel bad because I want to just do everyone's nails and I feel like that's why I work so much because I just want to get everyone in I know you know there's events and different things but some people like you just don't mesh sometimes there's not it's not even I would tell Nicole sometimes, I'm like, I don't know what it is. Just sometimes you just don't click or there are people that drain you. 
And I feel like my job can be draining too, because you hear like every 30, 45 minutes, people are in there and sometimes I'm crying with them. Sometimes we're laughing and then sometimes they're mad and sad. So emotions are so up and down, but some people just truly drain you. And so you just have to be like, you know what? I don't think I'm the right now tech for you, but I feel bad. I've had to do that. I would say in my 12 or 13 years, probably like three times maybe. Mm-hmm. So, but it, but that's like one of the benefits of having your own business is that you get to have that option of choosing. And right. I don't think people have those type of boundaries in their lives. Yeah. And it's so easy to want to make everybody happy. Right. But at what expense? Yeah. And, and that's what I do trainings too for people who are learning nails or want to freshen up or whatever. And I always tell them, I'm like, look, you're going to lose clients or there's going to be clients that you just dread. Don't do them. Like, you know what? You'll get somebody in return that'll be amazing, but don't drain yourself. Like get rid of the ones you have to keep the, you know, ones that are positive and that you feel comfortable with. And I think a lot of people are afraid to, to set those boundaries, but yeah, like you said, at what expense you're going to, it's draining. You have to set boundaries for yourself. And I think that's true for any business. That's Mm -hmm. such good advice because even if like a photographer, for example, I think it's like, you're going to be spending the entire day captioning these people. And if you're mad at them or even with nails, you're just like, come on, get out of my chair. Like, (laughs) Like, you know, you know, and then like for the rest of the day, you're just kind of off. It does drain you. It like changes your mood. Yeah. So definitely. Do you feel like those people who come and shadow you are receptive to that or what do they usually respond? I think people are scared because especially when you're new and you're like, well, I don't have a lot of clients. How am I going to give up a client? But it's, you ha- it's a mindset. You have to be like, no, I'm going to get more clients. Put yourself out there, you know, word of mouth. And the ones you're good to, they're going to share. They're going to like I started my business from I. So I got my license the day before my birthday and I started full time at a salon the day my birthday. I had zero clients. I just got out there word of mouth telling people and you can you know, I just tell them you can do it. You can do whatever you want. I always say, it sounds cocky. I'm not cocky, but I'm like, there's nothing I can't do. I really feel that way. Like everybody can do anything you want. Mm-hmm. You know, you just got to put your mind to it. So I don't think that's coffee, coffee, co- <laughs> cocky. I think it's confident. I yeah. think, and there's a big difference, mm-hmm. but I think that even with that, we can be like, oh, I don't want to sound this way, but it's like, no, you've been doing this for 12 years yeah. more. I mean, longer since you were in school. Right. And you've built this strong, sustaining business that is has literally provided for you and your daughter. Yeah. That's why I'm always so grateful. I'm like, I people are always like clients, oh my God, you work so much. Or people tell me all the time, don't work so much or you work these crazy hours. But I'm like, last year I was able to take 14 weeks off. 14, who do, who can do that? You know what I mean? Like I'm so fortunate and I still am able to, you know, provide for my daughter who's um now she's 18 and leaving, but um, I just feel so fortunate and I'm able to do things that I want to do. And I'm able to, I love my job and to be able to love your job and then still enjoy life is important. You know, what are some of the things that are challenging in your role and in owning a business? Um, I would say, of course, I feel like this is everyone's but like juggling your finances. Um, you have to be disciplined. You have to, because we, as like in the beauty industry, you get paid daily. 
You don't get paid every two weeks. You don't get paid once a month. You don't get a check with all your money in there. It's a bunch of little amounts and you are responsible for, you know, saving money, paying your bills, which everyone is. But at the same time, then taxes, that's a huge thing that people don't, you know, and then people say like, oh, you make this money and you don't have like, it's all just goes to you. I'm like, I wish that would be beautiful if it did, but the salon costs um, or the studio, you know, and then just like every little, it just so much, you know, but you have to be disciplined. You have to make sure you have money for all your bills, but also for the salon to keep, you know, everything stocked and, and, you know, what you need. And um, so I feel like sometimes I, I always am like, oh gosh, it would be so nice to be able to call in for a day and just still get paid or use a sick day. You know what I mean? But the benefits outweigh, you know, yeah. anything. So I know I, that's what a lot of people don't really think about. Mm-hmm. It's the products. Yeah. It's the, you know, the studio time. It's no one's paying you for mileage. Right. It, healthcare. Healthcare. Everything. Like everything is on your own, which I wouldn't trade it. I'm not complaining, but no, it's, yeah, it's a lot. It's you know, it's a, you have to be disciplined. That's why I think I have a lot of people who are like, I want to do nails because they see, you know, they, they see that I'm, you know, doing good and that other people do it and they love it. But then they get in there like, well, it's hard. I didn't make money today. I'm like, well, you didn't work. You didn't, you know, you got to get clients. You got to put yourself out there. You have to put in the hours. If you want vacation, we don't get paid vacation. So you have to budget. You have to save so that you can take that time off, you know. So if you're not disciplined, especially with your hours, because it's easy to take time off and, oh, I'm going to go to lunch. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. But then you, if you're not there working, you're not getting paid. Yeah, that's so, such a discipline. I yeah. feel like my personality would be have a hard time with it. <laughs> yeah, it's hard sometimes. I mean, I'm pretty disciplined now. I'm used to it and I love to work. So I work crazy hours. But um, my boyfriend, as you know, lives in Texas. So when he's here, sometimes those days are like, oh, I wish I could just stay home today, you know. Yeah, but You don't want to be, you're like, oh, but you're like, okay, I have to be here for my clients, but also my honey's here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. When... You had mentioned earlier a little bit that you had gotten divorced. Mm-hmm. How did you like get through that and having to show up to work each day? Oh my God. So I always like, joke with my daughter. I'm like, that year, um, I don't even know what happened. I really don't. And I'm sure, so sometimes I do um, little questions on, oh, do you remember on Instagram where it was like the anonymous box? Oh yeah. Okay, so I did that and one girl said, you always seem so nice and positive. But when I saw you back in or whenever, she's like, you weren't that way. And I was like, I sent it to Nicole and I was like, I bet that's when I was going through a divorce. And at the same, around that time, my dad died. Oh my God. I was, I don't know. I don't know how I survived any of that. That was like the worst year of my life. I don't want to cry, but um, yeah, just, I think I just showed up. I think I was like, zoned out. I don't think that, I don't even remember, like I said with my daughter, I'm like, did I, like, we came home. What did we do? Did we eat? Did we go? I didn't go anywhere for at least a year. It was terrible. I, my, a lot of friends didn't know that I was getting divorced. My clients didn't know. And we're, you know, they know me. So they're always like, how is your husband? And I would always be like, oh, he's fine. He's good. I'm like, I'm not lying. I think he's good, but he's not at home, you know? Yeah. So I'm not trying to pull that, make you no, cry. That's okay. It's just such a very real aspect that I don't think people realize. Yeah. And, and even with that person, that anonymous thing, I think like 
you never know truly what someone's going through ever. And ever. and I did. High, and when people found out, they were like, what? Because I was with this person for 20 years oh since I was 14. Insane. You know, that's a long time. And everyone knew us together. You know what I mean? And so um, and I am human. Sometimes I have bad days. And and I always tell people, I'm like, it's so hard to sit there and like put on a smile face for everyone because people look forward to coming to their nail appointments. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer for them or they want to come and vent or they want to come. So I've learned to to push my stuff aside and just be there for them. But during that time, if anybody's listening, you came during that time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I'm sure there were good days, bad days. But Nicole helped me so much because that's when me and her were working together. And so she, oh, my gosh, I couldn't have made it without her. Um, she just is so positive, too. And she knew when I was having a bad time, like she would talk to my client or change the subject or like, you know, sometimes I'd be like, I have to go. I can't be here. And she would just call my clients and cancel or do them for me like oh my gosh I what a friend it, amazing yeah I think like I just can't imagine like two such significant losses in such a short yeah. amount of time and that's like life sucks sometimes oh the worst like the number one thing that changed my life like divorce is hard don't get me wrong and it was you know I went through it and I'm thankful for that for the lessons I wouldn't change it as much as like I hated things that happened, you know, I wouldn't change it. But oh, the one thing that changed my whole, how I think, how I, everything is like when my dad died. Yeah. Number one thing, like, and I always think now I have such a different mindset. I'm like, I can make it through anything. Yeah. If I survive that, mm -hmm. I'm not even like, I'm always so chill about like, I have, me and Nicole have a joke. 1% is what we always say. Like, um, Actually, it started with my friend, Rachel. We would always say um, 1%, like we're the 1%. If something's going to happen, it's going to happen. And I don't like to put that out there. Just things happen. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, but I could, I can handle it. If I could live through that, losing my dad, yeah. I could live through anything. What, what is like the, like for his memory's sake, what is like, describe him for me? Oh my gosh. He was the best. And it's so funny because he's, he was quiet but he was so funny. And so the people that were close to him, he worked at La Costa. Um, the people that were close to him were like, he's actually really funny. Like, you know, and he was so giving. Yeah. He would give anything to anyone. He would let you borrow his car. He would go help you move. He would give you food. He would. I always say like me, I do a lot of giving and stuff. It's my dad. He taught me that, you know, and I would always joke like him as a parent, he would be that parent that would, it was me and my two sisters and my little brother when we were younger. And he would be that parent that would drive to Taco Bell and Burger King and anywhere for us. He would just, he spoiled us. He would do anything for us. Yeah. I he see. was a dad number one. Yeah. The best dad. Yeah. I see. So just from, thank you for telling me that. I think, I think it's obviously hard and you miss him. And I yeah. think too, it's, it's beautiful to see some of those characteristics that you just named in you. Yeah. Like you, Regina, are so giving <sighs> and of your time, of your energy, of your resources. And it's not even just that. It's your, you go above and beyond to help. And I feel like, and even your dad working at a restaurant, that means he had a servant's heart. Yeah. To serve people yeah. and to, and there's such, such a beautiful 
thing about people who love to serve. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we I was laughing because I know that I was just thinking about that when you had mentioned and I'm like, I don't know why people you, we, we get so caught up in like everything and it's like, well, they were rude or they were, and it's like, you really don't know. Oh my gosh. I will tell you, I'm the first person. People probably hate coming to me sometimes about things when they complain about people. I'm like, yeah, but what if I always say, what if like servers, what if their grandma just died? I don't know. That's my go-to. Cause I just think like loss is so like traumatizing it could change you and it just changes your mood and I'm like or what if their cat guy hit by a car or what it like I just think of all these things so I try myself not to get mad at people and I always try to understand like what are they going through because nobody's just mean for no reason you know or grumpy or whatever the case may be like they have there has to be something going on and it hurts me because I'm like I hurt when people hurt I don't know like it's sad I just want everyone to be happy and get along. And I know that's not reality. So it sucks, you know, and so people need grace. I think too, it's something to live by. Like what you're saying is assume the best. Right. I think that it's really sucky when I've met people and I've, I'll be honest, there's been times when I meet people and I'm like, Ooh, that person was not okay. They were rude. And then later on I find out, Oh my gosh, truly they were going through something. Yeah. Or wow, like I had no idea that that was something that they experienced or that happened or what I just don't know. And we as humans can take things so personally. So personal. And we're kind of self-centered and narcissistic to think that like what, only our world matters. Only my world matters and that person was rude to me and it's all how dare they ruin my and it's like right. whoa why am I allowing this one usually it's strangers right to strangers. ruin my day right like and it's it's like okay we'll assume the best like sure something might have happened and it really is just to keep my own heart in check I try to do something similar because otherwise it'll hurt your feelings hurt it will <laughs> I get my feelings hurt so easy I try not to but I'm like and I'm always like, it's not personal. Like, don't take it personal. But it's it's hard. You know what I mean? And so I do think, yeah, you don't know what anybody's going through. You don't know what's in their mind or what they're battling. Even just, you know, maybe they don't even know what's happening or why they're that way. But yeah, I feel like we need to have grace with each other. And I know. Yeah. Bring human can be so messy sometimes. And yeah. especially when you've gone through such a grieving thing for two huge things. Yeah. And then it's like, you, like you said, if you don't show up to work, you don't get paid. Right. And so like you have this daughter yeah. that you're trying to provide for, and then you're going through all this stuff and you're like, okay, but I still have to show up for work. Right. But I think you said it, you had people in your corner. Oh yeah, definitely. And, and somebody that was there to, help you navigate that because I, I think a lot of times you can't tell everybody like not everybody's right. going to understand. And, and some people too, you have to, you have to be able to like separate the people who really care and the ones who are just nosy. You know what I mean? Some people are just nosy and I get it. Like reality shows and stuff make us just want to know all the drama. You know what I mean? And so sometimes like even with my divorce, I was, people ask me like, if people are blunt, let me tell you, they don't care what happened did he cheat? Did this? I'm like, no, like sometimes I'm just like, it just didn't work, which to sum it all up, that's, you know, that's exactly what happens. And like the first day I went back to work after my dad died, my a client sat down and she said, Hey, how'd your dad die? And I was just like, oh. I felt like I got punched. And I was just like, I need to just realize people are going to say this just 
you know, take it as it is. I'm very good at just being like, oh, it's, you know, things are nonchalant, you know, when they ask. And and then again, it's hard because like, I say I have, laugh, but I'm like, that is yeah, so, it's so crazy. It's crazy. But so I have 15 clients a day, let's say. And then I always say it's so draining. Like even after I go on vacation, because every client's like, tell me all about your vacation. And I'm like, I've. Thank you for caring, but I don't want to talk about it like 15 times. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. But and then I I just realized like I have 15 conversations a day, but maybe this is their only conversation. And some people tell me like, oh my gosh, you're never gonna guess this. And they they wait, like, oh, remember last time? And I don't know how, but my memory is really good. So I try to remember everything and like, you know, I, I always think like, okay, I talk all day, they don't. It's like so care about them and you know. Or you're just, I was going to say, you're a good listener. Yeah. And I think, do you feel like um, in those moments that you're just like, okay, sometimes you're just irritated and you just kind of have to shake it off? Or you truly, like, there are times when you're like, you know what? I just, it is what it is. I want to be there for this person. I want to, or do you find moments where you're just like, I just want to run away some type very rarely i try to be like because you like, are human i i am that's why and i don't think people always get that and i'm like some days i'm just and it could not even be them or what they're saying it's just like you know my own things or or i'm running behind because somebody was late and it's just like i'm trying to hurry but i always do try to like bring myself down and be like listen this is their time they're you know they're important and they they deserve to have that time you know what i mean so yeah i definitely get like frustrated or annoyed, whatever you want to call it. But I try to like talk myself. I talk to myself all day and I feel like a crazy person sometimes. (laughs) I'm like, I'm literally talking all day in my head to myself, like calm down or do this or, and then I'm a problem solver. So when they come and they tell me stuff, I'm like, listen, we can solve this. We got this. Or I'm texting them after their appointments the next day or whatever. Like, Hey, how did that go? Remember to do this. And, and I have to check myself and be like, chill. You can't fix everything. <laughs> That's so funny. I could see that about yeah. you. <laughs> oh. But I, so you had mentioned earlier to your boyfriend. Yes. So when did you meet this person? Cause your life is about to drastically change in about a few weeks. Yeah. So, so it's been about three years. And so since I met him, um, I've been traveling to Texas. At, it started off. We were like, okay, we're going to do this we'll switch off one month. I'll go there. And one month you'll come here. That's not bad. Right. And so then it started, okay, maybe we'll do every three weeks instead. And then it started like every two weeks. And it's, I don't even know. I told him the other day, I was like, I'm going to look back and count how many flights we've done because it's been three years of flying back and forth. So when you, how did you meet? Cause Texas Bakersfield. So he's from here. Okay. So he's here. So we met when he was here. Um, he had moved in August and he was here for Thanksgiving and we met. And so it's so funny because some people that he knew, I already knew. Raina, who does massages at the salon. I worked with her at the salon and him, are, he, they knew each other. And so, of course, Instagram, you follow each other. And I'm like, oh, you knew this person. You knew this person. And our circles were close, but we never met each other. So... That's crazy. So he's from here. A lot of people don't know that. They're like, yeah. yeah. So his whole family's here. He he has a few cousins in Texas, but um, for the majority of the part, everybody's here. My whole family, his whole family. So, so yeah. you guys have been dating for three years, and then you've been traveling like a crazy lady. Yes. And recently, you just decided to move, or you guys have been talking about. It I've for been a while. talking about. We've been talking about it, and he's always like, "You said the end of." this year or last year. I know I've told him a bunch of different times, but 
my daughter, she's 18. She graduated um, high school last June. And so she's always my first priority. He knows that. And I was just like, I just want to make sure she's good and she knows what she wants to do. And I don't want to pressure her like, oh, mom's leaving. What are you going to do? Are you going to go and leave? And so she decided to move to Fresno my niece and her best friends. And so she's decided to move. So then I was like, okay, look, if she has her plan, I'll move, you know? So that's what it finally decided, but it was a hard decision. Like, not that I didn't want to go there, but it's just, this is my family, my friends, my work, but, um, I'm excited. So ultimately like what, cause I don't think people will take that risk. Right. Right. So ultimately, how did you navigate through making that decision and well, what made you decide ma- it? Well, work is my work's not where I can just transfer. You know what I mean? Like I've built relationships here and I have so many clients and I'm booked all the time. And so even the thought of just going to another city and trying to rebuild that, I'm like, oh gosh, like that's like 12 years of building is, you know, but I did find a salon in Dallas and it's been a year. And so Lauren's the owner. She's so sweet. I'm like, listen, she's probably nobody's ever, you know, even thought somebody would ask them that. I'm like, I travel back and forth. Can I work here once a month? Like, that's a big deal to ask to have a space that you could find somebody to rent all day, every day. You know what I mean? But I was like, I'm going to come once a month and work. And so um, and then it was like every three weeks or so. So I've been doing that for a year already. So I have my salon over there. And everyone in Texas has been so nice, so kind. People are generous. They're really sweet. And so um, I haven't been there since February or Valentine's Day weekend. So um, I took a little break until I fully moved there. But once I get there, I know, you know, I'll be able to build and I'll be able to to get clients. And I'm excited. I have a feeling some of your clients are going to just be flying over there. Okay, so what's funny is... (laughs) I have about six clients that moved to Dallas and I'm like, can't everybody just move? Cause I love Dallas. It's so fun. There's so much to do there. So much to do. It's crazy. And, but I love my people here. So I'm like, can't I wonder everyone. if we could all pitch in and, and get, well, I was going to say we could buy our own plane. Yes, that would work. And then we could just, it'd be like, our just own every two weeks, airline. everyone goes. Everyone it, just yeah. hops on. We go as a family. Yeah, it's <laughs> fine. Everything's fine. No, <laughs> I know. We have a spare bedroom, so um, we got we'll our. We'll all we, stay there. All seventy five. Listen, of us. it will all fit. <laughs> we'll all fit. We got um, we got a place together in July last year, and um, I was like, we have to have a spare bedroom because I'm about to have everybody visiting, and he's like, wait. Nobody comes to visit me when I since I've been here, but now everyone wants to come. So I'm telling everyone, I'm like, for reals, come visit. Bakersfield to Dallas has a direct flight. Just come. You there's a bedroom there. I'll show you around. I love it. I know. I might take you up on that. Please do. Honestly, please do. It's fun. It is so fun. And now I'm into football, which I never thought in my life I'd be into. I'm a Dallas Cowgirl for the rest of my life. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I know. Isn't it fun just cheering for something? Okay, it is. I did not think that I was going to be into it. And his brothers are, they're all into football. So he has three brothers and we will get on FaceTime and just talk about football for like, and I feel so cool. I feel like, you know what? I know I, and I'm a researcher. (laughs) If I like something, I'm going to research. So I'm really studying hard and trying to gain their respect. And so it's, it's, do they do fantasy football team? I do. Okay. Okay. See, I knew it. I I do. And you know what? I will say I suck the past two years, which is fine. I'm still a rookie. Well, no, I graduated. I'm not a rookie anymore. They said, cause I am two years in. So, 
but yeah, it's fun. It's so fun because then you get to learn about all the players and different teams and stuff. So I it's love fun. that. I love football. Yeah. I I'm never so thought excited. I would. I'm I excited to see you get to go to games. Yeah. And- Bryson will say that one time he, um, he meets so many people and does so many things at one time. Um, somebody called him and they were like, Hey, I got a couple tickets for the game today or tomorrow, whatever it was. Um, go and they gave him the tickets and I was I felt so left out I was like can I book a flight right now and he's he will tell people that's the moment she knew she wanted to move because she's like I'm not missing out on these games ever again yeah yeah (laughs) I definitely was jealous though well yeah especially what does he do He's a journalist. Okay. Everybody always asks because he's like um, he does interview artists, celebrities, like um, actors, fighting. But he's a journalist. So he works for a bunch of different outlets. He um, he writes articles about um, music or shows that come out, different things. He goes to like award shows and different events and and interviews people. And he's busy all the time. He writes all the time. He's mainly a writer. He's always on his laptop. He's always working from his phone. He's always working. Do you get to go sometimes with? Yeah, I've been, I've gone a few, you know, I would say that I, when I was younger, I used to be like a fangirl of all celebrities, but now it's just seeing him and stuff. It's, I, I have so much respect for his work. It's chaotic. Everyone's like, Oh my God, you're so lucky you could go. I'm like, no, it is crazy it's like behind the scenes fast pace everyone's running around sitting down go 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 you know it's just chaos so I have a lot of respect for him that he does that but I do get the benefits of going last July we went to Essence Fest and I was his camera girl and so um I got to sit there with him and and then I ditched him because Lauren Hill came on stage and we were in the back and I was like I gotta go and he's like I need you to record I'm like no I'm I'm with Lauren I'm I'm busy I am busy (laughs) yeah Everything so, is everything. Okay. Listen, <laughs> you're like, here's your camera. Right? Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so fun. I know. His, his job is fun. That is fun. Yeah. But I think that it is. There's a lot that goes behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. People, anything, but that's a blast. I'm excited for you. Yeah. What did you wear to that essence? It was so hot because it's in New Orleans and it's so humid. I just wear like, summer dresses and we're going again this year we Mm -hmm. just talked about it and I'm like that's what I was thinking I was like what am I gonna wear and it's gonna be so hot but it was fourth of July weekend so we got to watch the fireworks on the Mississippi River it was so nice that's a blast yeah and I love alligators fun fact about me and so I was like this time we're going on a gator tour we didn't do it last (laughs) time but we're going on a gator tour (laughs) do you love I do love alligators it's so funny me and my dad used to watch Swamp People which (laughs) do you know that show I it's like in the I outskirts of Louisiana and well they kill alligators which I don't like that part but I just became like obsessed with alligators I don't know I, crocodiles alligators they're just intriguing they're, yeah I love them so I want to go on a swamp tour and I feel like they wouldn't attack me because they know I love them yeah you know absolutely. so I'm like I want to everyone's like you're a psycho I'm like no they'll know that I love them and they're not gonna hurt me come here little gator yeah <laughs> petting it <laughs> so did Bryson be like uh yeah he's sure random so many random things about me yeah he's probably like okay well we didn't go last time we we're so busy but I'm like if I'm going and I'm gonna be your camera girl I want to get paid in a swamp tour okay 
Well, how's he going to say no to that? Right. He has to do it. Absolutely not. If you're listening to this, you cannot say no. Cannot say no. (laughs) Though that's so, I'm so excited for you. Obviously, we're going to miss you. But I I am so happy for you. How, How do we not be happy for your happiness? Thank you. You know what I mean? Like, how, how do you not support you and you've, it's just a new adventure. Yeah. And it's something, a new challenge, which you love. I love change. People don't like change. I noticed that. I love change. I love change. My space, my decor, my like living, everything. I like change. I'm used to it. So I think it's fun. You're just ready for it. I get bored easily. So yeah. Yeah. So you also just had um, a pop-up. Yes. Tell me about Another one of my crazy ideas, poor Nicole. She, I... She's the, such a trooper with everything. I, I can't say that enough. Anything. She's like, yep, let's do it. So actually, I will say it was Bryson's idea a year ago when he thought I was going to move a year ago. <laughs> Plot twist. Yeah. He's like, OK, do this huge customer appreciation event. And I just it's overwhelming because it's so busy and I want to give everything to everyone. But we're also not rich. So that's hard. So we we're trying to come up with a way to do something um, for our clients, but also support the community, which we love local shops and local businesses. I'm a local business, small business. And so we always try to do that. Like everything we sell in the studio is always from a local small shop. And so, um, I love pop-ups. It's kind of like a farmer's market. You go and you like shop all these little places. So we did that with some of the best vendors that I feel Bakersfield has to offer. Offer. We were so excited. Um, we had some people that haven't done pop-ups in years or a long time that we reached out to and they're like, of course we'll do it, you know? And so we had tons of people. There was a huge turnout. It was so, you were there, you saw. I did. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I walked in and I was like, okay, there are so many people. And I went the last 45 minutes Yeah, and it was so packed. But one of our, one of my friends told me that it was even more packed early in the day. In the, when it, so it started at one, but by 1230, I was like, I, we can't shut the doors like be, vendors are still getting ready, but people were there. They were we had um, it, we're extra. You know, we had a champagne while we were giving away free champagne. We were trying to be the host with the most. And it, it, there was just so many people and so many of the vendors sold out and they were like, you know, this is one of the best ones. And that's what I love. Like I wanted everyone to be able to see, you know, people in our community buy good food and good products, good gifts and stuff. And so I definitely was able to buy some stuff from people I've never heard of. Yeah. And food and so much food. So much good stuff. The rain kind of ruined it. We not ruined it. It was not ruined at all, but it changed our plans. We had a we were gonna have a jump house for the kids and like yard games and different stuff, but it did rain that day, so we had to bring it inside. So or get rid of that part. But yeah, it came out so good. It was amazing. Yeah. And I just I thought it was such a cool idea. Yeah. It was kind of like a chance for you to be able to see people before you leave and support businesses. And it was so cute. Yeah. And fun. And it was just a blast, but I was blown away at how how many people there were, and I yeah. didn't really know what to expect. I was just like, "Oh, I want to go say hi," and you know. And I know I- a lot of people were like, "Wait, that's not how I thought it was going to be." I was like, "Honestly, I didn't know." I mean, I had that envisioned, and it turned out perfect. But you don't know, you know what I mean? Me and Nicole worked for months. I feel like I don't even know how long we've been planning it. Um, 
but it came out so good and we we're so happy and people showed up and I, I kept saying like all week like what if nobody comes because I don't know have you thrown parties I always feel like when you throw a party you don't know people cancel last minute they say they're gonna come they don't so it's kind of nerve-wracking yeah but I also think that's a like a testament of you and Nicole of like you show up for people yeah. and they people want to return that for you yeah no they definitely did you know we felt the love yeah yeah oh that was it was so cute and cool and I actually I got to meet your boyfriend very briefly with okay. the dog Dallas yes Dallas was there she's the star of the show always always we have our English bulldog Dallas yeah she, so, I just, she's so cute. She's so sweet. She's just so sweet. She loves attention. I want to carry her, but she's so large. She's a big girl. She was like 55 pounds, but like stout. Yeah. Short and stout. I'm so solid. Cute. <laughs> she's so cute. I was like, yeah. I just want to carry this dog. I know. But I briefly got to meet him. He was so polite and you could, I loved that he was just like letting you do your thing. Yeah. And I just, I don't know, I kind of noticed that. I'm like, wow, that's, I love to see couples support each other and yeah. what they do. And like you showing up, being the camera person, like showing up, you're like, I always up. tell her when I'm his assistant, he's like, no, she's not. I'm like, yes, Unless I am. I'm in Hills there. But uh, listen, we have exceptions. I don't blame you. I mean, I think that needs to be like in your unspoken contract. Right. These people, I'm out. I'm out. It's I'm a out. given. Yeah. Ask someone else to do it. <laughs> You'd have a backup. Exactly. No, but Regina, I love you so much. I, I love you. I'm going to miss you. And oh. I'm so proud of you. And I'm thankful to know you. And I really probably want to take you up on coming to see you. Please, please. Yes, I'm show so serious. Me the town or the city, giant city. Giant city. Lots of food. Good, good. Lots of stuff to do. Yeah. Fun. Well, we'll talk soon. Yes. <laughs>